0: You're listening to a BGE Podcast. My name is Chris Peltz, and this is my story. Growing up in the Ozark Mountains and there just along the Gasconade River, we did a lot of hunting, a lot of fishing. We loved being on the river. We loved being in the woods. Whether it was deer season, turkey season, rabbit, squirrel, it really didn't matter. I mean, we, we were all about it. There was a lot of quail there in that day. I can never forget my dad coming to my brother and I one day and saying, Hey, boys, your uh, Grandpa Pelts is going to be coming and visiting. And uh, it was in September, and so dove season was in. He said, so uh, no killing doves. Of course, we were like, "What? why not? And he's like, listen, you know, you, uh, my family wasn't religious, really. And I really didn't think my grandpa Peltz was religious at all either. But uh, there was something about doves because of something said in the Bible that he didn't want to ever hear about any of his family killing doves. And so my dad said, listen, he, there's something about it. And so your grandpa doesn't want anybody killing doves. So while he's here, you're not going to do it. And yes, sir. That was it. But as much time as we spent in the woods and much time as we spent on the water, you know, we were, uh, we were becoming pretty avid outdoorsmen. You know, we had, you know, plenty to eat. There was no doubt about it. If we were hungry, we were able to get food, whether it was in the woods or in the water we had food and, uh, we never starved to death. I'll tell you that. Uh, we had plenty to eat. Well, fast forward to 2008 and I was living in Tennessee and a friend of mine had a son who was graduating basic training at Fort Leonard Woods. So I said, you know what, Let's let's go to my dad's place. We'll stay there. It's close. You can go to your son's graduation. I can visit with my dad. You can kind of see where I grew up because well, Mark was a big coon hunter himself, and so you know, I told him about all the places I'd go and all the hunts went on and really just wanted to show him the property where I grew up. So we went, and uh, we stayed with my dad for that weekend. And I'll never forget, my dad was gone one evening, uh, first evening we got there. And he came back, and he said, you know, uh, the next morning we're up drinking coffee. There's something I want to tell you. Heard a story last night that I I think you're really going to enjoy. Well, that story was about a friend of his who had just retired. Dad was at his retirement party the night before. And while he was there, he came up to my dad and he said, now that I'm retired, everything's Said and done, he goes. I I want to tell you a story about something that happened back in the '80s. Back in the '80s, the state of Missouri had implemented a poacher hotline, and there was some stories being told and spread. And I received a phone call on that hotline. Now, to kind of give an idea of what we're talking about this game warden that my dad had become friends with and was now retiring was telling the story about somebody reporting us, maybe not the first, but one of the very first reports on the Missouri poaching hotline, telling that uh, there, there's some folks you need to watch out for. You need to be checking out. And so he came down our road And he spent some time watching us. Now, we never knew it. We weren't aware of anything that was taking place. My brother and I, my dad, mom, we just went about our business. Working on the farm, hunting, fishing, doing whatever it is we do. Completely unaware that this game warden had been told that maybe we aren't doing everything like we should. So he came out and he said he spent several weeks just watching and seeing if he could catch us doing something. And of course, we weren't doing anything wrong, but uh, he finally realized that if we were, he wasn't going to catch us. And so he went on to follow after other leads and go after folks that he knew were doing something wrong. But it's interesting when you think about that kind of situation, that kind of story, here we were living our lives and out in a remote area, out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you know, we're talking, you know, a a couple of miles away from a paved road and working the farm, fishing, hunting, doing whatever it is we do and just our everyday lives. And here's somebody watching us, paying attention to what we're doing and how we're doing it, really trying to catch us and doing something wrong. You know, you never know who's watching. That is something that uh, we find out and we see uh, over and over again that people pay attention to what we do. People pay attention to not only what we do, but what we say, sometimes how we say it, how we act, how we treat others. It makes a big difference, whether we're people of our word or whether we're just scoundrels that lie and cheat and do anything to try and get over the system in 1st peter chapter 4 there were those who were watching the christians they were watching and they were trying to find something wrong trying to catch them in something wrong trying to speak evil against them and even remembering things that maybe they did in their past and wondering why aren't you doing the same things you used to do so there were people watching there's no doubt sometimes we think nobody's watching us but one thing's for certain god certainly is 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 19, God knows those who are His. We look at passages like Genesis chapter 5 and Matthew chapter 1 and Luke 1, and you look at all these genealogies that are are there in the Scripture, all the names that are talked about. And some of the names that we know, like David and others, mentioned several times in Scripture, sometimes those names are only mentioned once and all that genealogy that are given and the lineages that are given. But I think the point to take away from that is often as we skim over those names and don't read them in our Bibles, because probably can't pronounce them, uh, but the point is God knows who they are, just as God knows who we are. And while we may think no one is watching us, no one's paying attention to the things that we do and how we're doing it, or maybe no one's listening to what we say, or how we're saying it, God certainly is. He's watching us. There's an old expression, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not watching. Boy, isn't that true?